Alright. Am I even fucking live? I don't actually know. This show. Oh. Things things have gone awry, so um folks All are right. disin oh, am I folks are disingenuously uh reporting our Facebook pages again. So I cannot go. I'm suspended from going live on all Facebook pages. Oh, Lord. What are we getting reported for now? Um, I uh, posted an image. I can uh, do a screen share of it here. Yeah, let me go ahead and uh, screen share that so folks can see exactly uh, what is being reported as usual. You kind of uh. just expect it. And the way I see it is I'm just never getting out of shift work like this, like this little media shit that I figured taught myself how to do was like I can make it out of shift work and maybe like fucking enjoy some portion of this shit life I wasn't asked to be born into Mm -hmm. but that is not going to happen I will live and die fucking miserable for four decades and change Uh, so this is the image that I have up here on the screen for folks uh, checking out the video folks on podcast audio it is a uh, juxtaposition meme, and uh, one is a uh, it's like an ice cream or you know something that is you know kind of perishable, and um, in its fully frozen state, its solid state, it's like a David the Gnome looking sort of thing, yeah. and it says I'm not racist over it. But then as it melts a little bit, and like the spot where the eyes were. It kind of ends up looking like a clan hood and robe when it melts a little bit. Like, you can't see the definition of the beard or the mustache, the nose. That's all gone, so it looks like a clan hood. And that part is just captioned, but. So it's, I'm not racist, but. You know. Oh, wait a second. Wait, I'm tripping. Yeah, it's backwards. Yeah, so the front end is like that. Yeah, and then when you turn the back end, it looks like a clan hood made that right and we have that is a terrible product design and also like we can expect more this is the kind of shit that gets pages taken down though because this was posted march 19th 2020 yeah so people are deep diving the page for anything to report Uh yeah and facebook did not give me the option to dispute it either like they didn't even give me a notification for it it was like like the kind of notification in your drop down menu that you can click on uh-huh. like i didn't get that notification it was like a flash on the screen that was set to a timer yeah so i could only see it and then like after like seven to ten seconds or so it disappears and i can't do shit about it I, that's why i've like a long time ago i would have just let that pass but now I value the screenshot, so I already have a, um, like a little desktop screenshot application on hand. So I immediately captured it. And then, you know, a couple minutes later, I literally try to do this live that I'm on, you know, over a half hour later. So now I got less broadcast time. That's great. And I'm like, okay, doing the Zoom thing, and I can go live on Facebook. I have that image up now. But then the next image is, oh, your message couldn't be sent because it includes content that other people on Facebook uh, have reported as abusive. And so also, it's not like we're just trying to run on Patreon subscribers, but like ad revenue exists. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And we were interested in ad revenue. 
And um, probably not going to be able to get that now because people are our biggest page, 130,000 followers now. Mm-hmm. Social dissonance is getting reported. Yeah. So, and while people like Shannon fucking Raintree, I think I want to turn this into a fuck Shannon Raintree thing because, and it's not just Shannon Raintree, it's these fucking California liberals that call themselves progressives. Mm-hmm. And the, and Shannon Raintree is one of those, I'm a free speech absolutist assholes. And their free speech absolutism only comes up when it's Alex Jones. Right. Right. Or some shit like that. Yeah. You know, or it's some fucking um, some racist ass shit like cultural appropriation, which Shannon Raintree thought they found the greatest um, uh, piece of writing on. So actually, let me uh, do a doop skip bop a flibble do. Oh man, now I'm thinking about that article. That was a terrible fucking article. Yeah, because wasn't the author like a white man who said some shit like, "Sometimes we just need to engage in irresponsible play." Yeah, and that like if you don't let white people have your culture, then you're like. Or not, not just that, but sharing it appropriately. But write about you however they want to. Yes, they can write about how they can write about you however they want to because it's just white people engaging in irresponsible play. So let's be realistic here. So what Shannon Raintree, California liberal that calls themselves a progressive, what that person is in favor of is how we've been rewritten in textbooks. Migrant workers, you say. Yeah. I really think that is like honestly like a really big issue when it comes to like concepts of like liberal or progressive and you know like the California liberal thing is that's very um it's not progressive it's very much an electoral politics identity and it's like just because you had you know gay friends ever since you were a teenager or whatever or like you don't misgender trans people that doesn't actually like make you a progressive like you still live in a state that uses fucking slave labor to put out forest fires like shut the fuck up right like, yeah i know you have gay friends and yeah i just i hate how much of the concept of like um like political ideology identity is tied to electoral politics because all you have to do is be like I support abortion rights and I support gay marriage. And all of a sudden you're like a fucking progressive. And it's like, that's not really like, where are you about um, actually supporting, uh, you know, people having like living wages and ending wealth inequality. Where are you on the idea that um, we should be defunding police and we should be defunding the military and we should have universal health care as a right for everyone. Or that like everyone who's over the age of 18 should be able to get like, where are you on shit that like impacts people's lives? Not fucking fancy bougie. I know a rich gay couple and they're both just so fucking extra. This wedding is going to be amazing. Like, yeah, I don't give a shit about their fucking wedding. <laughs> like, what are you doing for homeless trans kids? who are getting uh, charged with trafficking themselves because they're doing sex work because they can't get a legal job somewhere. Like, what the fuck are you doing about that? Fuck your fucking friends getting married and having a big-ass wedding, man. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, fucking... And so this thing is going on, right? And and now, yeah, we just to- I'm totally fucking off my show notes and going to this because I'm I'm pissed that I could not go live properly and do a proper episode that I spent fucking hours planning mm-hmm. because people are reporting my pages. And while people like Shannon Raintree are like, yeah, but you got to let racists do their thing, buddy. It's the racists who are reporting my page. Right. Because that's the I'm not racist but meme. Who do you think is reporting that? Right. Right. The person who you can't wait to jump up and run for. And so what I have here shared on the screen is private messages. 
shared to me because I gets down like that. Don't send shit to me that you don't want posted on the New York Times. Don't. Ever. All right? So, I made a post, um, kind of a snarky post. This yeah. was a while ago. And it was, um, uh... In about 20 years, the free, the um, free speech absolutist crowd is going to be demanding reparations for um, for deplatforming. Yeah. And that yeah. was my funny post. And then Raintree came in, you know, just being Raintree. <laughs> and, um, and, and at some point, I just gave up. And I think some of the language I used was like, you're a fucking joke. Like, you're a yeah. clown, you know? Yeah. And that, like... Y'all niggas listen to the podcast. You know how to, that's how the fuck I talk. <laughs> and like, apparently Raintree, uh, being, on, uh, interacting on the Facebooks for so long, didn't know that. And, um, apparently like there were some white folks in that thread trying to explain it to them too. Yeah. Cooger. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I was gonna say Cooger was in the thread being like, this is where you're fucking up. Like, just take a moment and. No. And so Raintree decides to old school 2014 oh my God, why is it so many words yeah massive block text oh. flounce in my uh private messages and i actually never really read it i clicked it saw that it was massive block text and clicked away because i was like no you fucking weirdo so uh let's actually see what the um the free speech absolutist who was in fate who defends the racist that report my page says um, here we go. Okay, I think what you did was shitty, and I'm going to center the hell out of myself here. Oh, that's a great. Lord okay, Please Shannon. Tell me that wasn't the first thing. Here, I'll, I'll I'll take it off screen share because folks have seen. They know it, so you know it's real. I'm not just spitting some bullshit here. That's a terrible way. That's the opener. To that start a conversation. We're supposed to have background music on, huh? Yeah, you can't. You can't just do this naked. We gotta fucking. <laughs> Okay, this has been in my and let me see when this is from. This is uh, this from January twenty eighth. So yeah, I ignored the shit out of this. It's like I got shit to do, but fuck it, I'll do this now since the people you defend report my fucking page. All right, so Shannon's gonna center the hell out of herself, and let me uh bring up a lower third there. All right. Oop de doop a doop a doo. Uh, continuing after censoring the hell out of herself here, and show all of my fucking fragility for you to make fun of, which you're so good at doing. And they, you've heard the show. <laughs> yes, yes, I have clowned a European or two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to find the original Facebook post. Oh, of my uh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because there was a thread there, too. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess the word reparations would be I, the key word. I tried reparations. That one didn't help me. Oh, I probably spelled it wrong. Oh, you just use it a lot. Oh, shit. <laughs> There's a lot of posts. Well, you know it's from January. <laughs> Damn, I say reparations that much? There's, like, about 30 posts in the last two years. Specifically for me? Yeah, specifically for me. Oh, put a date posted. Yeah, I'm going to have to. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> the fuck is my problem <laughs> i don't like stings uh so rain tree continues in yeah my fi- keep in mind what their feelings are hurt about because i clowned you because you're a weirdo about this free speech absolutism shit so continuing yeah. verbatim quotes yeah my feelings are hurt 
You know why? Because we have been F-book acquaintances for seven fucking years now, and I would have said Facebook friends, but I'm sure you wouldn't call me that. And as stupid as... What up? But that also means you really don't fucking listen to the show because you have gone on many a tirade about how Facebook has ruined the concept of friendship because they call people friends. And it's like, because we're in a mutual group together and sometimes like each other's posts about Starbucks does not make us fucking friends. We're never gonna hang out. <laughs> like, no. you have gone on that rant so many times. So in seven years, did not know that because I cannot count how many times I've heard you talk about how Facebook has ruined the concept of friends because people on your friends list are not your fucking friends. This this is Phoenix's way of saying I say the same shit over and over again and it's fucking boring. It's not that it's We're boring, talking. but you're ideologically consistent. And if people still don't know like where you stand on things at this point, it's because they haven't been listening because you say a lot about how you feel about a lot of things and if someone in seven years still doesn't know... Okay. Maybe it's because folks only really pay attention to the shit they like. Maybe. Like they mm-hmm. they only pay attention to these specific memes and these specific posts, right? It's like how all those um those uh black liberal class holes, uh regular wine cellar listeners, you know my language when I say black liberal, you know who's I's talking bouts, mm-hmm. and um those black liberal class holes where it's like, I make so many posts about so many things. But they only pay attention to the ones about, like, misogynoir and topics yeah. like that. So then when I do some shit that's just, you know, casually questioning how you can look at an image of me and look at an image of Kamala Devi, and I just want to know how we're both black, <laughs> and, um, and look at my parents and look at her parents and how we're both black, they bug out, yeah. you know, or I do some shit about populism and they bug out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So niggas is really zeroing in on their favorite thing. That's like I remember one of the classic flounces on someone did on me. They said, "You're not the scholar I thought you were." Who it doesn't you say scholar. It, it says nothing about no damn school on my profile. I don't understand. Pe- people make up what they want you to be. I mean, I guess my thing with that is, like, I understand that people only interact with the content that they want, but you just think at some point, just because you're in their newsfeed, like, they would see the other shit you say, even if they don't interact, but I guess not. Yeah. Well, they tune it out? Uh, let's see. So they continue, right? But I guess you wouldn't call me that. And as stupid as it seems, you have had some importance in my life. I am blinded by fucking tears saying this because I feel like such a fucking, uh... Pendeja? A pendeja. All right. Uh, in all caps. That's a that's angry Spanish language? Yeah. I don't know that word. It's like an asshole. Okay. I feel like a fucking asshole. I have actually fucking cared about so many things you've shared. Adopting the the kitties, uh getting married to Phoenix, starting the podcast show. I would the I didn't start the I was doing that before Facebooze. I got on Facebooze to push the show. But hey. Um starting to work at the factory, all the years of working at the factory, which is only five, and the shit you have uh yeah, I was in the restaurant for twelve years. Yeah. <laughs> the restaurant is still winning. Um, all the shit at the factory, all the years of working at the factory and shit you put up with and the shit you've learned becoming more powerful as a man. 
and a man with... All right, let's go into the patriarchy. Powerful as a man and a man with a family. <laughs> I have talked to my friends about you and some of the experiences you've shared and seen Phoenix's ups and downs with it because we post... Everybody sees that shit. <laughs> Do you think you're the only one? <laughs> That's what public means. Jesus. This nigga acts like this shit was all in private messages. Yeah. Like, I'm not letting anyone else know this, <laughs> but I met a fine young gal named Phoenix Kalita. <laughs> I'm going to take her down to the ice cream parlor and see if she wants to hold my hand and kiss me on the cheek. Like, what the fuck, nigga? <laughs> fucking weirdo ass niggas, cuz. Uh, fucking <laughs> Shannon continues just... All block texting the shit out of me. Um, Phoenix's ups and downs with health and jobs and her writing. I know that was all my choice, my problem, whatever. That's one message. Well, but also like, your problem. So it was a problem interacting with us before this? Why is it a problem? Why that? Why did you choose that word? Ah. <sighs> okay. My problem, I get, yeah, I did. Uh, they continue. I do not like the, I like the all caps on not. I do not like the communication style where you insult people you don't agree with. <laughs> I mean. Then why did you go anywhere past the first post seven years ago? <laughs> I'm a battle rapper at the core of it. Um, continuing. Uh, Love your mind, your sarcasm, but when it's used to put people down, that just freaks me out. I like that language choice, freaks me out. Very Emmett Tillian. Wait, 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 see the first part of that sentence again? Um, I love your mind, your sarcasm, but when it's used to put people down, that just freaks me out. So when I talk about very... So only if the self-deprecating kind is okay? Like, what kind of sarcasm is okay? Like, I don't understand what she's saying. And also, the shit that I said in that... Oh, did you find the thread? No. Yeah, when I say something like, you're a fucking joke, that's not sarcastic. Oh, hold up. Let me see if the thread is still public. I hope I didn't just get rid of it. It might not exist. Oh. Yeah. So let's hope I didn't um just uh, disappear the thread. <laughs> Uh, let's see. So I guess the word I'm looking for is reparations. Yeah, the last time I see you two interacting was January 23rd. Okay, reparations. Let's click on post and um, post. Where is it? It should. I should have post by right. Post from. Post okay. from you. Yeah, I saw that one. Oh. There it is. Oh yeah, oh, I did. Locked. Yeah, I did. I did lock it. So let's make okay. that public again, well, so that now you can that I see feel it. less like I'm like, why can't I find it? I'm normally good at finding <laughs> things on social media. There we go. Okay, now I know why. Okay. Now that's let me try that again. <laughs> Publicy, publico. Oh yeah, because I I know why I do that, so that Shannon can't go back and delete her comments. <laughs> oh okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I get. Uh, I just you want me to tag you? Uh yeah, tag me please. Yeah. And actually, Larson. that does make sense, so you can keep receipts. So, yeah, I get it. Yeah. So, I was already... You already get ready, because I, I never know when I'm going to do what I'm is going to do. <laughs> All right, you have been tagged. Thank you. All right, this... Uh, 
fuck it, this is just one of those we're gonna have a good time bullshit around episodes and then I'm gonna run to the factory. Pretty much. So if you're into the bullshit, this is uh, pretty much what it's gonna be. So I freak her out. Because um. uh, I put people down. Which I, one of my first thoughts on that is like, um, so when I talk about Tariq Nasheed, because uh-huh. I'd be clowning that nigga handily yeah. to where, like, on some level, I have to stop and, and be like, hold up, before I start saying some shit that's ableist. Because I, I just, like, free just be clowning that right. nigga. Right. And, like, I fuck around and get into, like, some fat shaming and ableism, and I got to cut myself there. You know, don't want to get too ill because that shit is counterconstructive. You know, Boyce Watkins, uh-huh. I talk about Rand Paul getting beat up by his neighbor. Like, yeah. I say really mean shit. <laughs> Oh, God, this thread. Yeah, it's good. Uh, They continue. So this is what comes after the freaks me out part. So here's where it gets hard. I hoped to be valued by you the same way I value you. I know we don't know each other. I like that those two sentences are right next to each other. (laughs) I know we don't know each other. And this social media business is just illusory. But I can't help it. Uh, Here's where I sound like a child, but I thought you liked me, cared about my well-being in whatever weird limited way. In general, I want everyone to have clean air and water. It ain't just you. That's the planet, nigga. (laughs) That's Republicans and shit. People I really don't like. I still think they should be able to pour a cool glass of clean water and take a fucking sip. It's not just you. I just because I keep I, just because of the way of my upbringing, I can hear the passive aggressive white woman in it like on so many levels. Oh. And it fascinates me how many of these things are contradictory. Like, I thought you liked me and we were friends, but knows nothing about you. Nigga, how the fuck are we friends if you don't know anything about me? Like, who's, again, who's being centered in this relationship if I'm supposed to care about your well-being and you don't know anything about my life? Like, that's not a mutual situation. Watch, the next one's going to be a message to you. Like, I remember when you told me your abortion story. The one that was on the podcast for everybody, that one, (laughs) nigga, damn. (laughs) But you know what? They did. What was the first thing they started with? I'm going to center the hell out of myself here. This is best. Shannon Raintree is like the white woman right now. That's what I'm saying. Like, let Karen go for a minute. Flip that to Shannon. Uh, and you I know what? I like Emily. Em- Emily? It, yeah, I like Emily. Emily? Yeah, well, that's she's that's an Elon of a white woman. Uh, let's see. <laughs> uh, where, where did that uh, end? Social media business is illusory, but I can't help it. Here's where I sound like a child, but I thought you liked me. Cared about my well-being in whatever weird limited way that is. It turns out that you didn't and you don't. You see me as part of a as part of a group that if transgress in any way uh, you think is important, you simply trash an insult and your real friends on Facebook, people who actually matter, are now welcome to do that, too. Okay, so again, I would like to point out that Kuja, who is also white, was like, this is where you're fucking up, friend, and like tried to defuse the situation. And wasn't having it. And I would also point out that, again, because of this fucking white womanness, I'm being ridiculous. I'm acting like a child. So clearly you're having an emotional response. But instead of being an adult and sitting down and thinking, what is the best way to convey this message? You're like, let me just rant about everything right now. 
And that's also like, I don't know, that just bothers me on a level. Because again, you're subjecting everybody else to what you're doing. And like, I really, yeah, yeah, this is, this is like uh, when I was in the foster care house and she would get mad at me and she would yell at me and then she would walk away and then she would come back 45 seconds and be like, and another thing! Like, that is all I am getting from this right now. <laughs> and then leave and be like, and just so you know, I remember five years ago when you... I remember when, um, and this, like, and Phoenix ain't fucking around. Like, Phoenix is in her 30s. That's when we met. And she left the phone on speaker and set it down so I could hear this shit. And I'm listening to this old-ass boomer watch. And she kept saying, you treat me like shit. You treat me like shit, Phoenix. You just walk around and treat me like shit. And she would leave and come back and be like, and I hope you know. And one more thing. And I also wanted to tell you. And then just keep yelling. That's what they say. <laughs> and it is multiple messages. Oh, and so then, like, literally, these two sentences right here are two separate messages, which means two separate notifications in my pocket. Right. <laughs> fucking phone buzzing while I'm on the shift because some white woman is fucking attacking me digitally. <laughs> fucking. And they're quoting me from the thread. They said, I am ridiculous. And then the next one, Kuja pretty much said it. I am stupid. I'm a poser. <laughs> Which I don't know if Kuja said either of those two words to you. I doubt. I doubt Kuja would say that. I don't even think Kuja uses the word poser. <laughs> uh, it continues for some reason. Um, well, I never thought I was very smart. I dropped out of college young, lived on the streets. Oh, let uh, I don't know why I need to know this part. Because she is centering herself and wants you to feel bad about hurting her white feelings. Should I, I should leave that sentence out of the broadcast. I can't see what's happening. See if oh, you're pointing at yeah, it. Yeah, you should probably not read it. Okay, that I'm going to leave that sentence out. Yeah, that is, uh, that's, is that what they call the T? I think more so than TMI, like, there, you never know if a misogynist is tuned in listening and they're like, oh, say word. Yeah. Uh, no. So, no, you, uh, haha, you incel that tuned in thinking you were going to catch something. No, incel, go back to your board. No one will ever love you. See, and that is how I talk to people. Okay, um, so skip that sentence and, um, da 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 said, uh, then things got better, right? Uh, people who weren't interested in, um, in, in me, uh, helping me. I got my GED. I learned how to paint houses. I learned how to work at a restaurant. I found someone. Uh, then I went and got my bachelor's showing up to class in my painter whites. Uh, the year, then years later, when my, uh, when my partner was going to be deported, we decided I should get my master's teaching English. Why am I learning all these things about you? I told you, you are stuck in a whirlpool of white womanness. Jesus. All right, so the teaching teaching English. It's like you know that scene huh. in the Pirates of the Caribbean. I think it's the the one with the uh, the um the sea goddess, and they're like fighting in the end, and they're like in that whirlpool thing. Okay, yeah. That this is you're in that right it, now. It's, it's a maelstrom. Maelstrom. Yeah. You're in that right now. But it's like if white women tears were making the circle around you. But I'm the cis male. How am I the victim of a maelstrom? <laughs> Jesus. 
This is a Maelstrom Thurmond. Oh, <laughs> oh watch no. out. Um, <laughs> we continue uh, teaching English in case we had to leave the country. I made it into the lower middle class in large part, I believe, because I am white. And although I still believe I am stupid, I still believe that I don't really matter. And that once people uh, see the real me, they will call me out as a ridiculous liar. Uh, I think uh, maybe there's something legit there. Am I falling for it? You're falling for it. I'm fucking fine. See, that's why you need someone. Yeah, I fucking know. See, they get. That's why men need to be supervised yeah, in all areas. Yeah, there's literally no response to that because the goal of that type of language is to try to make you feel guilty and then be like, I don't think you're stupid. You have really great ideas. Remember the time you said blah, blah, blah? That was super smart. You're amazing. That's what the goal of that is. And if you agree that, like, yeah, actually you are stupid and you are fake, then you're just being an abusive asshole who's, like, piling on somebody with low self-esteem. There is no appropriate response to what has been said right now. That's fucking rough. Is this what white women be doing? I am telling you. you. need some... Some well-funded documentaries on this shit. Some of you so-called brothers out there, you got the inside scoop. Fucking speak, nigga. <laughs> y'all niggas, y'all supposed to be the spooks who sat by the fucking door, ass niggas. Uh, Elon. <laughs> Did you ever watch Frasier? Never. Okay, this is like the uh, Frasier Daphne Crying's episode. Daphne, that's a white ass name. She was like Irish or something, and she was their maid. So yeah. Whoo! <laughs> All right. Let's see. So they said, "Oh, uh, they'll see the real me. Call me out as a ridiculous liar." There's a part of me that that uh, that thinks I'm real smart and I get things. I like my communication skills. I've learned for the most part, um, but it's really fucking fragile because it just takes someone like you letting everyone know that I'm a fucking ridiculous, whining, lying loser and digging am. And digging as your friends pile on to remind me of what a fucking worthless piece of shit I am. <laughs> what is all this? This is like a Pat Oswalt bit. This is fucking ridiculous. You ever seen one of those like old timey like 1950s movies where like the housewife is just like, <sighs> like sighing loudly so her husband pays attention. All he does is like put a newspaper up over his face. It's Vaguely like remember that. It's, it's like that. that that's kind of what's going on. Jesus. <laughs> to let it go but i'm the fucking clown that wouldn't put the newspaper up and i'd be like whoa whoa, whoa, whoa what's going on <laughs> it's a trap don't do it it's i don't need trap. to know about this welfare reform <laughs> later with you mr clinton <laughs> there's a white woman in need <laughs> oh my god please someone like clip that out and take that out of context and just share it everywhere there's a white woman in need Oh my god. Okay. I'm sorry, yes. Ah. This is like the whitest shit that has ever happened. All right. Second to last <laughs> paragraph. These are multiple block text messages just vibrating in my pocket while I'm on the shift. <laughs> just trying to trying um, to, you know, do these mandatory 7-day work weeks while this goes on. Next one. So I assume that you will rightfully say that this middle-aged fragile white woman isn't your problem. Um, you may even trash me again on your show. Hey! (laughs) (laughs) All right. And and everybody will get to yuck it up. Si, senora. 
Um, <laughs> um, you will do what you do well, which is to scoff at people who don't have your level of smarts or cool understanding. Wait, smarts or cool or understanding of how the wor- word works. That's why the world works. I don't know. I'm not that smart. People listening to the program. <laughs> Do I sound like the smartest motherfucker in the world? I'm just mad and fucking, I, th- I think I see some shit that I think is bad. Yeah. Phoenix lives with me. A lot of smart <laughs> shit going on here. I think everything smells like a gas leak. <laughs> I literally had to learn what aspirin was just a few months ago. Yeah. I don't know shit. <laughs> Smarts. Cool. Well, I'm a 90s black guy. Yeah, that's kind of, we don't we can't really help that. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, come on. Or understanding of uh, how the world works. My understanding is probably mostly the same as yours. Exploitation. You know, poverty. But it's also like, again, because I I dislike the level of, excuse me, of disingenuous that's happening with this. Because remember the whole premise of this at the beginning of this little diatribe was like, I thought we were friends. I thought, you know, we had like more of a... um, you know, like more of a relationship. And it's like, but again, so you've been on your friends list for six years and doesn't know how you see the world? Still doesn't know? Like, I, that really, it really does bother me sort of like on a personal level because it is um, intentionally or not, it is like a sort of emotional manipulation. It is a being disingenuous to like make somebody feel bad. Like, oh, I'm being a bad friend. And it's like, but how can I be a bad friend to somebody who's not a friend to me? If you've been following me for six years, you don't know how I feel about shit. You don't know what I'm going to say about shit. Because I've been pretty, ide- like both of us have been pretty ideologically consistent for six years. And if you still don't know, do you really get to be like, I thought we were friends? Why would you fucking think that? <laughs> Let, let's go back to the thing, right? Um, I think you had one of those Pinterest deals at the time. Yeah. Was it, it was Phoenix had one of the Pinterest deals. And Phoenix looked at my blog talk uh, radio podcast description and we both had literally verbatim the same words somewhere in our descriptions. Too far left for the left. Yep. We were both that and we were amused by that and talked about it while I ate tacos and shit. <laughs> All right. Okay. Last paragraph. It. Oh, wait. Last sentence of that one is not worth your time. Right. Right after the world works part. So not worth your so you're gonna trash me on your show, but also not worth your time. I do get what you're saying. A lot of the contradictory shit. Yeah, that's that passive aggressive. Like, yeah, this is mad ill. So like, she comes from generations of uh, getting niggas the rope. Uh, fucking last paragraph finale alley alley alley, and we'll fuck around with Kirk Franklin. Huh? Um separate and apart from the fact that i haven't made up my mind about deplatforming and still think that the you were very clear in that thread how you feel about deplatforming oh oh shit i'll link the thread (laughs) um about uh i should screenshot everything first about deplatforming and i still think that dissent article was really good and i agree with him and with richard wright and adolf reed and albert murray adolf reed is one of those um those jacobin uh Uh fundamentalist niggas um uh 
Let me go back. Where where was that? Albert Murray and Isaac Babel and Ralph Ellison. I don't know all these people. I'm guessing they're a bunch of academics that wear polo shirts and sit in front of bookcases. I feel like I don't like Ralph Ellison. Ralph Ellison? I think I don't like Ralph Ellison. So what would happen if I type in the words Ralph Ellison misogyny? What what's gonna happen? Probably not a lot. Oh, probably not a lot. I think like he's a man. Ralph Ellison is one of those black people who tries to talk about racism, but like in a way that makes <clears throat> white people feel good. If that's if I'm thinking of the correct person. Uh, just at the top of my Google search from 2014. Among uh, feminist scholars, that Ellison's treatment of female characters is not only hopelessly misogynistic, but more importantly, undermines the um, the telos of the novel and uh, something about Invisible Man. Oh, wait, I think uh, I think Gusty Renegade likes that book. Ooh. Yeah, I think yeah, I think Gusty Renegade I really to go likes back that. And look at that. I don't know why the name Ralph Ellison like has me like gives me a reaction, but I'm going to have to go back and figure out why now. Hmm. <laughs> but I think it wasn't good. I was displeased about something. All right. So they end on Ralph Ellison, who were living through these times of lynching and constant um, pervasive censorship. Now, again, if you were really following that close, I posted the article multiple times that actually where, you know, someone who is smart. I'm not someone who is smart, did the math and saw that police murders actually kept in line with the numbers of lynchings mm -hmm. right so i also live in times of lynchings right. like they, it didn't just stop with niggas that love mustaches all right right <laughs> yeah I, I i do have to put the snark in everything uh, <laughs> they continue um live through times of lynching and constant pervasive censorship of black and jewish voices yeah. and kind of huh. like right now kind of like right do you remember? Was it like last year? Fucking, uh, who's it? Who's the one that got fucked up by his neighbor, Rand Paul? Yeah. Stopped the lynching bill from going through? Eh? But you know, it's fine. I mean, it's didn't the, at a Bernie rally, a nigga dropped a Nazi flag on camera? Yeah. Right? And then they, um, the, I think it was the CNN, um, debates yeah. that wouldn't let Bernie supporters, like, pass the parking lot. Mm hmm. Yeah. And didn't they do, um, a shirt with his face at the DNC that made him look like a rat? Oh, you you know you don't have to ask that. I'm just put it, you know. You know the wine cellar audience is like, yes, I have the link right here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, that that uh that. Oh, excuse me. Black and Jewish voices, and may not have thought the way you think, but can't be accused of being ridiculous about appropriation. This PM to you wasn't about our disagreements. It was about the way you have decided to treat me because we disagree. All right. So how did you treat her? I would like to look at the thread. All right. Now, Fiends Cleaters in the thread. So your original post was, within 10 years, the libertarian right and free, free speech absolutist left will unironically demand reparations for deplatforming. First comment from Sophia. I'm laughing because it's true. And then you had the next comment and said, I could also see them unironically arguing on the president of precedent of NAFTA based on projected income loss. That's fucking funny. <laughs> hey, it's, a, funny. it's a real argument that could be made. Like, I mean, if, if you think like all you got to do is find you like a good, um, a good like yas queen lawyer yeah. that maybe has a background in defending black men that strangle black women. I don't know. Just maybe finds maybe some angry black lady you might find on Twitter 
and they could get that argument in. That's an Imani Gandhi diss. Uh, well, thank God the TPP didn't pass. Jesus. All right. Uh, and then Shannon commented and said, I keep reading this and can't figure it out. Splain me. Uh, and then commented again before being splained, which was probably the first mistake. If you don't understand what it is and ask someone to explain it to you, you should probably wait till they explain it to you before offering a commentary on what you don't really understand. But, <clears throat> said, the libs see, all seem <clears throat> giddy with joy that the bad people are being censored and deplatformed right, even though, yes, it is problematic. The ID politics people think that maybe Charlie Hebdo had it coming because they're racist Islamophobes. Wait, who who said that shit? I said that shit, and I'm not a... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I said that, and I'm not one of the identity politics people. Like, Hebdo was that... They were those assholes that made that racist cartoon. And yeah, got that was up. the yeah the French magazine where they were drawing like pictures. I think it was a picture of Muhammad, but his face was like a bomb. All right, nigga, you chose the fuck around option. Right, nigga, you found out. That's like nigga, like I'm not from Michigan, and I'm and I'm interested in moving into a kind of you know low you know working class area. Mm -hmm. And you think I'm going to walk up to a area where something's spray painted on the wall and be like, you know what? Hey, everybody, I got a can of spray paint. I see what these folks have sprayed up. I'm going to go ahead and cross that out. Right. And what does everyone think of that? Right. If I get fucked up, it's because I chose the fuck around option. Mm -hmm. um, and the righties and libertarians are furious, and this fuels their conspiracy theories. The leftists are constantly being deplatformed, temporarily banned from social media. Those bans are not temporary, ma'am, at all. Uh, if they're trying to publicize Marxist conferences. Every time I think I support censorship, like, fuck Charlie Hebdo, why you gotta show the prophet's face and slur him, knowing the violent, repressive bigotry Muslims go through in your country, I end up back at, nope, censorship is a bad idea because it's always the minority who gets silenced. What did they say in the last paragraph of this thing? Oh, let me run it I back. I don't know where I am on the censorship thing. They, uh, did it, 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 it. I haven't made up my mind about deplatforming. I end up back at, nope, censorship is a bad idea. It sounds like you have a fucking opinion. Huh. And, uh, these, are, and these are all from January 28th, probably the same day as that. This is uh, January 27th. Ah. Yeah. So maybe a day later, they were like, well, now I'm not sure anymore. Right. Um, and so that is what they said. And then you said, how are you going to silence people who are already silenced? And then you did her quote, uh, which was, fuck Charlie Hebdo, why you got to show the prophet's face and slur him, knowing the violent and repressive bigotry Muslims go through in your country. And then you said, this question right here is bullshit. If you're going to seriously question why a white supremacist on their propaganda, I'd end the question at him. So the question would be, fuck Charlie Hebdo, why you got to show the prophet's face and slur him. Exactly why out of all things you could be doing is this important to you? That's what I said? Yeah. I'm concise. Pretty much. I'm fairly articulate. Sometimes I'm, I'm happy with myself. I see it. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Not as bad as I expect. Yeah. Uh, and then she responded and said, right, my question might be why out of all the awfulness that you, Charlie Hebdo, could be addressing, do you give a shit about Muhammad? Because they're fucking racist and that's their job. Uh, and then we can dialogue about that. But ultimately, am I going to support silencing Charlie Hebdo or support letting them say whatever the hell they want? Because that's all what it really boils down to. And the minority voice can always get more silence than it already is. Facebook does it all the time, as you well know. If we support deplatforming Parler, how the hell are we going to argue when they come for us? And they do and they will with legislation. That started from fucking Parler. Parler? Yeah, that was a... Uh, 
like an alternative app to like Facebook and Twitter and shit, and that's where all the um the Capitol Hill coup people were like planning shit out to like show up and fucking protest at the Capitol. Like they were planning a lot of that shit on Parlor. Because they keep getting kicked off of like Twitter and Facebook for saying racist ass shit and conspiracy theories and stuff. Yeah. Um, but here, but yeah, this really does rub me the wrong way. If we support deep platforming parlor, how the hell are we going to argue when they come for us? They've been coming for us. But they that, were coming for us before parlor existed. And then they're also saying deep platforming parlor, nigga. I'm going to say some sentences here that are pretty <laughs> straightforward and plain. <clears throat> Facebook.com is a standalone website. Twitter.com is is a standalone website third one youtube.com is a standalone website here is the fourth very straightforward easy to understand sentence parlor.com is a standalone motherfucking website how the fuck do you de-platform a nigga from their own platform make it make sense well, I would also point out that the reason that, like, the feds and shit are investigating Parler is because people were literally planning, well, kind of planning, attempting to plan a fucking coup. They were planning to break into the Capitol building and murder senators. Like, yeah, like, literally. It's not really, like, a free speech issue. You got the cops <laughs> actually doing their job for once. Right? The cops... <laughs> actually trying to prevent crime and you're like nah <laughs> i'm still amused that a cop got snitched on by other cops for being at the protest that abuses me um okay yeah, these these uh these pose ain't loyal these pose ain't loyal um right so that was shannon's last comment um if we support deplatforming parlor how the hell are we going to argue when they come for us and they do and they will and you said, I think you folks flippantly and hyperbolically toss around the word censorship and whine about it. You're ridiculous. If they choose not to put out propaganda already harming marginalized people, they aren't being censored. They're just doing something else. You're inventing an imaginary problem with energy that could be used constructively. I have so much more to say, but I've already said it so many times. Going back to what I said, if we've really been friends for six years... Yeah. Uh, so I'll just have to point out that old article from some weeks ago that you called the best at something and the author argued for you people to engage in irresponsible play. You called it the best. So on this non-issue, you're a fucking joke. You just care about fun at whatever cost. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you're a f <laughs> which and it's like, is that really you're ridiculous? You're a fucking joke. And quite frankly, I still think that I put a cogent. Is that the word I'm looking for? A coherent argument behind that. Yeah. It wasn't just pop out, you're a fucking joke. It's whoop, 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 this, that, and the other. And that's why you're a fucking joke. Yeah. And then Shannon got upset and said, wow, that took an unexpected and painful turn. You just called me ridiculous, which means there's probably nothing more for us to dialogue about. This is the day before sending you that DM. Ah. I'm ton of DMs. I didn't realize you thought that about me. You're also referring to me as you folks, which also tells me what you think about Hold me. Hold up. That's what you thought about. See, thought that's putting past tense on it. Right. You just recently said these words. See, <laughs> as an atheist, I don't talk about that much. Welcome to the greatest black atheist show. Haven't said that in a few years. Uh, as an atheist, my mind is changed when I'm presented with new evidence, nigga. You gave me new evidence about yourself, and I changed my conclusion. Right. 
Um, you also are referring to me as you folks, which tells me uh, what you think about me. It's disappointing as all get out, I have to say. What I think about you, nigga, you were classified as white before I was born. Man. I didn't make you white. <laughs> and then Koja came in and tried to diffuse a little bit and said, oppressive speech being de- oppressive speech being, being deplatformed is hard for you to get behind. And then you said, what can I say? I don't want to censor myself. Smart ass. Uh, and then <laughs> Shannon responded to Kuja and said, monopolies have power to the platform uh, is a dangerous thing. I think they should be acting more as platforms and less as thought police. All right. As soon as I hear words like thought police, see, shit like that makes me stop taking a person serious instantly. Thought police, I'm out. You're you're weird. <laughs> yeah. But see, like, it's funny to me, though, because, like, this, and, you know, I talk about sex workers' rights, like, all the fucking time, but, you know, this type of shit where, like, oh, they should be acting as platforms, but nobody has this energy when they kick sex workers off. There's an entire fucking, like, hundreds of thousands of people <coughs> have signed a petition to take down uh, Pornhub because there was some child uh, child porn on it and, like, uh, revenge porn posted on it. But then, like, a study showed that there's actually, like, ten times more child porn on Facebook. Where are all the, where's... Why are we why are we deplatforming sex workers but not Facebook users? Cuz they they're they're looking out for fucking like is Alex Jones being attacked? Right, and that's why I hate this fucking argument cuz it's never for the marginalized people, it's never for like leftists, it's always for like but if we don't let Charlie Hebdo make those comics, what happens next? And it's like all right. I, I would like to see, actually. Let, let's, <laughs> uh, let's really give that a shot. Let's see what happens if we censor the white man. And, well, after seeing Rain Tree, the white woman as well. Let's censor the shit out of white people. I don't know. I like to balance things out for five centuries and see where shit goes if white people can't just throw out whatever propaganda they want. And now you can tell Shannon's mad because Shannon's next comment is, I censor myself all the time. I don't call you smug and condescending most of the time. However, if I owned the platform you run your podcast on and wanted to shut you down because I thought you were oppressive, oppressive is in scare quotes, by the way, I thought you were oppressive to people you don't agree with, that would be very problematic. We can be as holy and as we want to people we have decided are ridiculous whiners, but to have uh, power and money to shut them down is dangerous. And Kuja just laugh reacted. And she said, Kuja, I'm not sure why this is funny. Twitter or Google or Apple should be acting solely as publishers of social media, not as moral arbiters. If they decide what is oppressive, they are coming for us next. Again, they've been coming for us. Like, why doesn't anybody use Tumblr anymore? But then that that's also why it's like so important for me to fucking... And that bill is coming due. I do need to check that. Uh, $300 a year to host my own damn website mm-hmm. and always try to draw people to my own website. I went into Facebook knowing that it was a privately owned company mm-hmm. and it's probably because I have experience with this like longer than some other people simply because I was a backpack rapper. Yeah. So I know what it's like to be removed from the premises of a privately owned business because I was doing what I wanted to do that wasn't allowed there. Right. Like, I can't just sell CDs out of my backpack on the mall without a kiosk and without, like, some sort of seller's permit. They want to get that tax business right. Mm -hmm. That's their own privately owned business. But guess what happened? 
I sold well enough and got a name up enough that I could start doing consignment with stores. And that's what, well, for the most part, that's what West Coast niggas do. New York niggas will sling on the corner all day. (laughs) (laughs) West Coast niggas, we try to sell out the trunk of the car out of the backpack and then get consignment. Mm. And like, and now look at the Patreon, right? Like the Patreon is relatively solvent. Again, like if I was still like a single fool in Florida, the Patreon would actually be pretty much at the goal now. I would have actually like quit my job and got like a two-day part-time somewhere at this point (laughs) you know so it's like that was the idea go on facebook's privately owned shit do well enough so that if i do get kicked off i've already set up something else that's my own shit Mm -hmm. you know but these niggas like there's this refusal to believe that like they think that the government didn't make facebook (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) jesus christ yeah. yeah um and so yeah i just i i just sort of hate that logic if they decide what's oppressive they're coming for us next okay well clearly you haven't been trying to organize online over the last decade huh. uh instead i just keep thinking i'm missing some important pieces of information and we're arguing about two different things and then kuja responded and said yeah let the nazis plan violence on your platform it's the only way we can ensure that your publicly traded company will actually allow marginalized groups to use your platform that's damn. <laughs> I want to hear Kuja's podcast. <laughs> and uh, Shannon said, right. And therein lies the main problem. What are the alternatives? This isn't a rhetorical question. How do we protect our rights to share information about protests, conferences, con- congresses, uh, unpopular thought, porn, kink, and blah, 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 blah. Okay. Uh, yeah. See, now they're asking that question. And maybe this is the difference between myself and other people. I have these bookmarks that I deliberately go to every day. Every day I go to the black, the Brad blog and see what might be going on with the green news report. Mm-hmm. Every single day I go to Jim Hightower's website and I check out the Hightower lowdown. Yeah. Every day I go to big gay news and I check out the big gay news report. You don't have to go to Facebook. It's a habit that you got into. Mm-hmm. And I read about like some of the psychological fied type of shit about it, but I'm not really smart enough to understand it. Oh, Facebook is evil. Yeah. From what I get, like just the fact of you scrolling your thumb mm-hmm. is like, some mentally satisfying reward center sort of thing yeah it's a reward center sort of thing and so what they've done is like mess with the algorithms to keep you on the website as long as possible what they've also found out is that sharing like bad things and negative information will keep you on the website longer so a lot of times they intentionally put bad shit into your newsfeed hoping you'll stay on the website longer so you keep scrolling and then what do they call it right doom scrolling dooms yeah and, like, that's how that shit started, is they're like, oh, people will stay on longer if they have bad shit in their newsfeed versus good shit. And something I noticed that I don't know if Facebook changed this publicly because of uh, public outcry that folks, I don't know why it changed. But I remember the older days when I had the iPod Touch, which is the tiny, look, look at an iPod Touch again. It's the <laughs> cutest tiny little fucking thing. It's like the kitten of smartphones. Yeah. And, um... And I remember that notifications used to be red. Yeah. And I remember the Stuff You Should Know podcast mentioned that. Like, And that wasn't what the episode was about. That was like their sort of tangential riff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and they were like, yeah, like, and that red notification makes it seem like an emergency. Like, I, someone commented, I have to see this. Yeah. And considering that it's contrasting with blue. Yeah. And, like, red and blue, like, those really are truly contrasting colors. Not just because of California culture. I want somebody to do a study 
study about that, but um, like colorblind people versus people who can see color. Hmm. Because if you're colorblind, isn't like a lot of times red is just like gray to you? I don't know. So I've been told because uh, I had a teacher whose husband was colorblind. And he said that, like, when he learned how to drive, he had, like, I literally do not know the order lights are in on a stoplight. Oh, you don't know the red's on top? Yeah, yellow's can, in the I middle. I can see the colors. Green's on the bottom. I can see the colors. Yeah, and I think. So, it, yeah, because he was talking about that. We had to memorize which one is on top because he can't see the colors. And I was like, oh. Huh. <laughs> like, huh. Yeah, like you everything. You never memorized it. I can see the colors. There's only three. <laughs> yellow's in the middle. I don't know. <laughs> And I can't, I forget what they are horizontal because I don't see horizontal enough. But if I, if in my head is telling me that, um, that red is to the left. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, and so he was saying like he sees a lot of shit that's actually red. He just sees it as gray. So I'd be very curious to see like about this reward center shit and all that. If it was colorblind people versus people who can see color and how they, if it like impacts how they interact mm. because they can't see the colors. I would just be interested. Yeah. Oh, that 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 was the bug out. Oh, oh, yeah. oh is I there... think that's pretty much it. Um, yeah. So, the, oh, they're deciding that uh, Antifa's the equivalent of Nazis into platforming us. They're more interested in platforming Antifa than Nazis. Um, but then also, Antifa. Where's the Antifa page and who runs it? That comes back to the thing of there is no leader of Antifa. There is not. But like my thing though <laughs> is like that's also like kind of an ahistorical take. They've been talking about Antifa literally since Antifa was a thing. Antifa and our anarchists if you go back to like early literature like the early 1900s and shit the anarchists were a problem they were gonna take down America and needed to be deplatformed that was like fucking like 1912 or some shit yeah like seriously like well well into my adulthood I'm talking about literally like up to like 30 32 33 years old and shit Mm -hmm. I saw like punk rockers and anarchists as bad yeah. And I didn't know why, because, but it's because I fell for whatever propaganda was being put in my face growing up in the 90s and being very, very, very young in the 80s. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, like if I saw, like, that uh, patch on a jacket with a red A. Yeah. Like, and, and especially, like, I'm already thinking, like, I'm already suspicious of white people, especially white men in general, for being violent. Mm-hmm. And now I associate that with these violent punks and now i literally see them as like parallel to like neo-nazis yeah and i don't even know anything of their ideology yeah you know so like i literally saw punk rockers and just thought oh that's probably some racist that'll fucking lynch me yeah 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 and i mean i think that's also like a larger conversation around censorship is because people have never been able to have those spaces but then also like I think censorship ties into like the physical world too, right? Like we have racial segregation to keep black people in one neighborhood until they decide to gentrify it, right? Like when it comes to sex workers' rights, if it's legal, you have a red light district, you're not allowed to leave until you're off your shift. (laughs) Like we have very um, rigid rules around who is allowed to do what and where. And so it shouldn't be a fucking um, like leap to be like, oh, you're already in this segregated group. We have you physically segregated. Now we're going to fuck with your online presence too. I don't understand why people can't make that leap. Yeah. Like, you know, and, uh, but that whole thing is just really so prevalent and like this whole like, oh, they're going to come for us. And it's like, do you have any idea how many people you've never heard of have been deplatformed because of shit like this because of fucking right wingers? So yeah, like spare me that somehow keeping right wingers is going to protect us. It's not, it never has. And it's not going to start doing that. So I really do not understand this argument at all. 
Like, Alex Jones had a platform for years. I've lost, what, like three fucking Facebook accounts. I have a permanent ban on Facebook under the Phoenix Kalita name now. Um, this is like my third Twitter account. Fucking. <laughs> like, and this whole time, Alex Jones was becoming a richer and richer millionaire. <laughs> Him having a fucking platform didn't do shit for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? It didn't help my sex worker friends who got their shit, uh, you know, taken down. It didn't help all the sex workers who had all their Tumblr accounts and then Tumblr banned sex workers. It's not helping the people now who are getting kicked off Twitter. Right? Like, it's not what the fuck is that? No female nipples or what the fuck ever type shit? Female presenting nipples. Like, that's, you know what I mean? Like, letting fucking, um, you know, like, uh, conservatives be on Twitter. You know, there's a lot. Like, the American Nazi Party had a Twitter account. (laughs) Sex workers got to platform before the American Nazi Party. So like, yeah, keeping, I understand the argument, like, theoretically that, you know, but in practice, no, keeping conservatives and bigots and racists and homophobes and whoever on these websites isn't fucking helping us. Like, who was a fucking Kathy Brennan was using her platform to bully, like, a gay kid or a trans kid, right? Uh, oh, Ka- Kathy Brennan was just going after literally anybody transgender. Like, you know, the same fucking, th- oh, that fucking, uh, who was that? They call him Glinner. That fucking guy. I don't know who that is. He was on Twitter and is just like a fucking raging transphobe. But like to a point that his transphobia is just now straight up misogyny. Just got kicked off recently. Like he's this fucking guy. So he thinks that um, trans women are just, you know, like the dudes in dresses trying to infiltrate women's spaces. And so he was actually like posting on social media about how he joined um, like a dating app specifically for women. And he just goes through and looks at their faces. And if he thinks they look too trans, he posts their shit and like tries to out them as trans, not knowing if they're actually trans or not. So please tell me what trans people were saved from letting that fucking asshole have a platform for years and become rich and famous off it in those type of circles. Tell me how the trans people benefited, please. I beg of thee. (laughs) Seriously. Fucking tell me how I'm benefiting right now from Ben Shapiro still um, putting up fucking racist ass shit about how black people are inherently more violent than everybody else on the planet. But if I post like a rap song or something, I'll get my shit taken down for violating standards. Tell me how I'm being made safer by Ben Shapiro being on Twitter with me. Yeah. Like it's, it just doesn't make sense. I, I, yeah. I guess uh, quick, quick <laughs> and or fast. You know, I guess, uh, hell, let's uh, let's take a look at what old Rain Tree is doing. Because Rain Tree un- 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 unfriendarized me. Oh, hell yeah. You can't just have these colored boys on that. Well, but Rain Tree has one of your fucking Phoenix Kalita accounts that they're lo- that you're locked out of oh. as a... <laughs> oh, the irony. <laughs> That's that I the can't get into an account from like three years ago. <laughs> but we're worried about fucking okay Ooh, here i'm actually uh here with this is tacky i'm gonna type in the word censorship okay censorship in the uh in the old little search barrerino there and we're looking for posts and i i like that this is just what annoyed me this early afternoon mm-hmm. right uh so post uh from and let's go ahead and throw in the old name there Let's see if they got some um, some top shelf commentary. Nope. Yeah. So that should, huh? It's not doing it. It's not doing what? 
post from there we go Ooh, Jan uh oh wait this is the one leading up to it from january 15th with the Electronic Freedom Foundation weighs in on a decision by Amazon, Google, and Apple to deny service to Parler. This is what they're, this is, they're, so they're literally, they're complaining about Parler not having a service that they don't have to have. Like, they don't have to do business with you. Welcome to the capitalism right. we complain about, nigga. So, but anything about any lefties. So there's Parler. Then January 16th. While many will celebrate Trump's Twitter ban, socialists must consider the real consequences of these actions. So now, so Parler Trump, these are the concerns. Uh, January 10th. Interesting. Censorship is troubling because it shuts down the little guy. Trump, even though he loves to paint himself as the victim, is one of the more powerful people. Uh, do 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 On, uh, do, is one of the more powerful people on the planet. Uh, with access to pretty much any medium he chooses. I believe he is uh, being shut down on social media because he has some secrets they don't want to get out. Oh, shit. Or just because he randomly was, like, calling for violence and shit. But, be <laughs> but because he is a raving narcissist who spreads misinformation and is using it um, as a platform to encourage people to use violence to help him regain power, albeit in his uh, vague and rambling way. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I know you, 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 you're, you're liking some of this good game, aren't you? Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. I'm just thinking about that time that uh, Alex Jones got really mad about um, letting drag queens read books to children and suggested that we should uh, burn them all. Because that guy, that's the guy who needed a platform. Certainly not the uh, drag performers he was talking about or anything, though. But yeah, he needed a platform to say that. It's wrong to not let him say that we should set trans people on fire. Now, again, now you notice how um, a few minutes ago I mentioned some websites that I deliberately go to every single day that are not Facebook. Yeah. Uh, oh, I still regularly read the South China Morning Post. I've been reading that since I was in high school. Right. Chat Sack B, the Sacramento oh, B. Yeah. Fucking love yeah. that goddamn uh, fucking news outlet. And I love the fact that, like, <laughs> I, I'm a big time gangster rap head. And mm -hmm. I've actually heard, uh, I think it was Mr. Doctor, a 29th Street um, Garden Block Crip, rap on one of his songs about the sack B ain't got no news. <laughs> Talking about um, Yeah, not having the work they put in covered. And so here's Raintree. This is 2019. Help, please. Google only gives me corporatized media when I look up information. This is censorship. Frank. <laughs> So, I mean, I guess there's, like, too many variations to search it. But I would just be curious how many times they were like, what is your favorite, like, non-corporate um, media outlet? Right. Like, I, who do you follow? Or there's fucking, um, like, as much as I don't really like their shit, I go to Atlanta Black Star because I'm funny style about who they publish from. Yeah. But there's Atlanta Black Star. There's Black Agenda Report. Mm -hmm. Like, there's other places. Well, I mean, even The Root, really. Like, I don't like their commentary on articles, but you can at least, like, get what's a news the outlet. hyperlink, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. And, <laughs> and so they, uh, here's, uh, they have number one, any other search engines around? And two, what news sources would you suggest for international news? And the funny thing is, Phoenix Kalita had an international news program. <laughs> yep. I just need to get back to that, too. Yeah, it's all oh, like one segment, about seven, eight minutes. Yeah. yeah, you knock it out, you get it uploaded, you're hanging in there. 
All right, Kirk Franklin. God damn it! It is uh, it's one fifty-seven p.m. Yeah. Uh, no Kirk Franklin. I have to go to the factory. Uh, so there you go. And in and, and all irony, and keep in mind, folks, I did not read those messages until now. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that one of them was something like, you can trash me on your show. Mm-hmm. That makes that message extra classic. <laughs> all right. So, um, yeah, we are. So while people like Raintree are worried about Parler and Trump and niggas like Jimmy Dore are worried about Alex Jones and whoever the fuck, whatever right winger. And even niggas like Kyle Kalinske are worried about whatever right winger. Um, here goes a fucking, I believe we're lefties still, yeah, maybe. Maybe. And um, we are not allowed to go live on Facebook temporarily uh, <laughs> from our pages. So I just literally did this whole thing live from my personal page, the mm-hmm. William J. Jackson joint. And uh, that's all the choice I got. Oh, and also there is no time limit to the ban. So it may be a permanent ban and I just don't know. Oh, shit. Yeah. I, yeah. That's the cold shit, yo. So uh, that's that's what's going on. <sighs> so that's why I say WineCellarMedia.com. Yes. <laughs> Patreon.com slash WineCellarMediaFund. PayPal.me slash Phoenix and William. Uh, things are not looking well. The realtor showed us a, a house but also seven other people put in bids on the house. Yes. So I guess if anyone offered more money than us, then we're just out. Mm-hmm. And then we also don't get to see how much they put up our, either. Yeah. Uh, that's great. So we're probably not getting this one, which means we have to look at another one, which is kind of getting me to a point of where it's like, I don't I'm, I get desperate and panicky way faster than Phoenix. Yes. And so I can't choose shit because I'm going to end up just taking the first thing that comes. Right. Because I'm also looking at the timeline of my biological niece in Florida. Her lease is up in three ass months. And I'm trying to get her out of Florida and don't really want to squeeze another person into this townhouse. You know, and then it's like, fuck, then this townhouse lease is up. What, August? We came here September 4th. Uh So basically, we got till early September, the top of September. Yeah. Yeah, what is March now? March, April, May, June, July. Mm -hmm. Fuck, that's five months. So we got three months and then five months. And apparently, the house buying process is supposed to take three months. And I'm on the seven-day work weeks. And when I first went to the factory in September, on September 14th, one of the first things a worker told me there was, I've been on seven days since March. And Mm -hmm. that's what they said last year. And here we are at March. So I'm pretty much, I'm expecting 4th of July to be the only day off Mm -hmm. between now and, like, fucking Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... Like I am, I am panicking hardcore while Phoenix is calm mm-hmm. and chilling. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know. Yeah. And then right when I'm like, oh look, I'm gonna go do my other job that helps make some money, I'm blocked out from it. But you know, parlor. Parlor. Free speech. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, and uh, that that'll be that. We don't really get to end on good notes. Yeah. 